This is My Mac Podcast 280, interviews from the Mac World show floor. You're listening to the My Mac Podcast with your hosts, David Cohen and Guy Searle. So I'm here with Dave Lindbergh of Trick Wireless. Uh, Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what your product is doing here? Okay, so, well, Trick Wireless is based on 11 Engineering Technology, which is a provider that you might find in home theater brands such as Bose and Harman. So what we've done is we've engineered new low-power components that can enable brands to develop portable battery-powered devices that can transmit the audio leveraging our Hi-Fi and Pro Audio past yeah. into a new portable standard. Okay. And one thing I can see from the demonstration equipment we've got here on the stand is that, you know, the quality is extremely high. Um, so, so that's really good to hear. How does it work in, obviously, a lot of people have an awful lot of wireless stuff going on now. Right. So how does it work in a house full of Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and that sort of thing? That's kind of our, our, our strength. As an engineering company in RF, we engineer with our first priority being quality of service, yeah. so that you don't hear clicks or pops or dropouts. Second is coexistence. So a person brings home a wireless audio product with our technology in it, it doesn't knock out their Wi-Fi. Right. This is very important. Yeah. So step one, step two. That's how we, uh, in priority, how we engineer for okay. our app. And what sort of range do you normally expect to deliver with your chipsets? Depending on the application, yeah. for, for battery-powered devices, we scale down the radios. Right. So an iPod transmitter, to be uh, conscious of the power consumption, we can do 10 meters, 30 feet indoor, yeah. through walls. Yeah. And um, for more of our long-range applications, wireless microphones, multi-room, which is popular in North America, we can do up to 50 meters or 100 meter line of sight applications. Okay, the thing that goes in the bottom of an iPod to uh, to actually transmit the audio is really quite small. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that required us to engineer complete new semiconductor parts. Yeah. Um, we lowered the power consumption, like I said earlier. Yeah. And we even put charging nodes, so a person never has to remove it. It's it's actually the size of an Apple cable end. Yeah. And then you never have to buy new skins or new wraps for your iPod, iPhone. Yeah. It's, uh, it just fits into the market without uh, any interruption. Fantastic. Dave, thanks very much for your time. We look forward to seeing your products on the market. Okay, thank you. And I'm on the uh, very busy Omni Group stand here at Macworld Expo with, with Brian. Brian, can you tell us a little bit about what Omni are doing here at, this, at the show this year? Cool. Uh, well, we have a, we're actually we're pretty excited to be at the show this year because um, we were planning to do one iPad application before we knew exactly what the iPad was going to be, but we saw them do the demo uh, of pages and numbers, and we're like, okay, um, that has a lot more horsepower than we were expecting, so right. OmniGraffle, OmniGraph Sketcher, Omni Outliner, OmniFocus, and OmniPlan, pretty much all of our productivity apps are all going to come to the iPad as soon as we can crank them out. Well, it's very so. exciting because yeah. really, from my perspective, you guys are the leaders in kind of business productivity software in the Mac, so um, to, to get that on the on the iPhone, on the iPad, sorry, would be great. Yeah. Do you have any iPhone applications? Yeah, we've got uh, OmniFocus, uh, OmniFocus for the Mac and OmniFocus for the iPhone, um, and we're def definitely bringing OmniFocus to the iPad as well. And and OmniFocus is the application that kind of organizes you and gets yep. you... It's uh, OmniFocus is designed around a productivity system by a guy named David Allen. It's called Getting Things Done. Right. It basically helps you organize 
I've got, uh, I've got these, these are the projects, like the goals that I want to reach. I want to take a trip to Kenya in two years. I want to make sure that I read the 50 greatest books of all time. I want to make sure I get this report done by next Thursday. Yeah. Um, it helps you, helps you organize all those projects, get them done, and it'll sync back and forth between your Mac and your phone. So if you take a note out in the field, it'll get back to your Mac by the time Fantastic. you get back. Fantastic, okay. Uh, and obviously, uh, OmniGraphle is, is you know, one of your first applications. Yeah. What's, what's kind of new in OmniGraphle and, and uh, the sketching applications yeah, for the Mac? And, yeah. Well, we are we are in the we were in the well we still are planning to do OmniGraphle six on the Mac. Yeah. But when we saw like pretty much before the the iPad introduction video was over, people yeah. were emailing us going, "I want OmniGraphle <laughs> on my iPad right now." Yeah. Um, so we kind of put the desktop application plan on hold, pushed that to, to 2011, right. and we're we're like we're working on getting Graphle to the iPad as soon as we can get it there. How how functional can you do you project the iPad apps to be compared to the Mac versions? I think I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be very, they're going to be great. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, that we're, what we're not going to try to do is put everything from the Mac app onto the iPad because I don't know how usable that would be. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great device. It's got a very different way of interacting with it. Yeah. Apple has said that they want you to, like, if, you, if you're going to manipulate an object, they want you to manipulate the object, not touch the object, touch some widget, slide a slider. Yeah. Um, so it, we're going to have to rethink the interface um, and put the features that we think people are really going to want to use. I mean, we've done one-finger touch interfaces and two-finger touch interfaces, and now we get to do ten-finger touch interfaces. Yeah. So... Uh, we're going to bring the things that we think people are really going to get the most mileage out of. But if we miss something that they, they say they really need, they should let us know that, and we'll roll it in. You know, we'll try to roll it into one of the upcoming releases as well. Okay. And how soon after the iPad launch do you think you'll be able to be on the platform? As soon as we can manage it, by hook or by crook. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Exciting times. Look forward to seeing the applications. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much. It's been Thank a pleasure. You. So I'm here with Michael Murphy of iVerse Media. And Michael, you've got a very interesting comic book application and uh, a set of comics for the iPhone and the iPod Touch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we yeah. sure do. And uh, uh, yeah, we've got comics uh, from uh, uh, you know a bunch of different publishers. Uh, uh, you know, we do things uh, in our iVerse Comics uh, application. We also power uh, several other stores in the app, including uh, Archie Comics and the IDW uh, Comics apps, which include Transformers, GI Joe, and uh, Star Trek, as well as an IDW all-inclusive app that has all of their material. Okay. Okay, so um, obviously this is audio, they can't see the app in front of us. What's the comic book reading experience like on the iPhone with your application? Well, it, it's very simple. Uh, what we want to do is just try to make it as simple as paper. You know, it, okay. it, just because you can do more things with it, we don't always feel that you should. Yeah. Um, so what we've done is if you hold the phone in a vertical position, you can see the original page layout of the, uh, of the comic book. Right. And then if you rotate the phone into a landscape position, you see adapted pages that are designed specifically for the iPhone so that the reading experience doesn't require pinching and zooming and moving around to okay. have to enjoy. Very cool. And in terms of actually getting new issues, how does that work? Is that all coming through through the application, or do you have to download separate apps from the App Store? How does that work? It all comes through the application. Everything, yeah. it's, it's full in-app purchase stores. It's very much like an iTunes for comics on, on the iPhone. Yeah. Um, so uh, the different uh, stores all have a speci specialized content. So uh, with Ivers, uh, uh, in the U.S. at least, we have Marvel, and we have all of the IDW material. Uh, we have Boom Studios, we have uh, Archie Comics, Art and Entertainment, uh, tons and tons of Top Shelf, Arkea, um, lots of really great, great publishers, lots of great independent publishers, and then, of course, some of the most mainstream publishers that are out there. Um, then with Archie, of course, it's just Archie material, uh, including Sonic, uh, which was just recently added, and uh, Transformers, G.I. Joe, all uh, work, uh, and they're all age-appropriate, so that you can make decisions as a parent 
as to what uh, apps you want your kids to have as far as the age content that they should be getting into and that sort of stuff. And in terms of pricing, does, does each issue cost kind of the same as you would pay in the store? Actually, it's much cheaper than at the store. Right. Um, you know, it's 99 cents uh, for most issues, 199 uh, for some of the newer stuff that's coming out day and date. Uh, it's also worth mentioning, too, that with our partner, Ape Entertainment, uh, we're going to be releasing Pocket God comics uh, that we just announced recently based on, uh, on that franchise on the iPhone, okay. which I think is going to be hugely successful. Um, and, uh, of course, the iPad is something we're very excited about, too. Um, I would imagine that the... Ex I mean, great... And let me tell you, having looked at the app, the experience is really great, but... On the iPad, it would absolutely rock. Right, right. On, on the iPad, the iPad is really, when, when we saw that announcement, especially when he hit the $4.99 price point, it was just like, ah, oh, we can't wait. Yeah. And uh, we've already, uh, be, we're heavily into coding uh, the iPad version, and we will be ready to go day one on the uh, iPad when it, be, when, it, when it is available you'll be able to download this stuff and uh, get the big full iPad view of everything and, and as my final question would be if I start collecting comics with your application now and then move to an iPad will I be able to move those over? yes they will all be and, and not only that but you'll be getting the iPad version on the iPad and you'll be getting an iPhone version on the iPhone so you'll be getting the version that's appropriate for the device when, uh, uh, when you do that um, so it's going to be really great uh, we're really excited about it and uh, I mean, when you think about it, 99 to 199, and you get it on both devices, and uh, you know, up to five, you know, Apple devices. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a pretty deal. So we're really excited. Very good. Thank you very much for your time. I look forward to playing with your application. Thanks a lot. So I'm here at MacWorld Expo with uh, with Jim Allsop from Allsop Engineering. Is it Allsop Incorporated? That's correct. Okay. Uh, why don't you tell us what you're uh, particularly showing off here today at the show, Jim? Okay, well, we're uh, actually having a lot of fun with a new product that we've introduced, which is a technology based around the advantages of a sticky pad. Right. And so we have a sticky material. We call it Klingo material. Uh -huh. and, uh, and so we use that in many different ways. So this... Just to describe, because uh, you know, audio is not a visual medium. Um, it's like a green. It looks like a green silicone rubber. Correct. But it is, it's it's uh, kind of self-adhesive. It is. Yeah. It is. Okay. It's a non-permanent adhesive. It can be used over and over again, and also could be reconditioned by simply water by washing it with water and soap. Okay. And so uh, here I'm sticking it to my iPhone at the moment. Yeah. And uh, here you have it hanging from my necklet right yeah. here. So it's, so you've you've put the pad on the back of the iPhone, and it's. Uh, hanging from a, a strap around your neck and the iPhone is well supported exactly. and uh, it's not falling off uh, and also the actually the iPhone we're recording this uh, interview on is is in kind of this uh, audio bowl that, you, that you're selling as well you stick the iPhone in the middle and then it parabolically reflects the sound out is that the idea? That is exactly the idea yeah. uh -huh. So what are, what are the products you have available for, uh, for kind of making use of this technology? Okay we use the Klingo technology in another necklet type product which uh, is uh, concerned with the uh, Nano the yeah. iPod Nano and it's a very nice product because uh, the nanos are very small. You know, they take video, yeah. and it's very hard to keep your fingers out of the way. Yeah. So you attach this, and it gives you a, a very nice uh, uh, handhold and uh, also allows you to better facilitate taking uh, video with it. And so, so you stick your nano on there, and then take it off again after it's not going to leave any sort of residue None or at all. marks on the yeah. screen or anything like that. Fantastic. That's, okay. that's correct. What I also quite like the look of is the uh, is the kind of the wheel thing you have for the iPhone there. Yeah, okay, that's that's called the game wheel. Yeah. And uh, that particular product, you just simply take your wireless device, yeah. smartphone, iPhone, hopefully, stick it on the uh, the wheel, and 
it'll put you in a position that you can better game for accelerometer-based games. Driving it around yeah. the track, for example, or taking the little ball and go through the labyrinth. Because, yeah, because using the sticky pad though you can don't need to take your iPhone out of a case and you can just pull it in or out whenever you want and so if you feel like a gaming session you can do that. And the other thing is is it's universal, it fits any phone. Right, okay, so that's good. So what sort of pricing are we going to be looking at for these sort of products? Um, most of these products uh, are below uh, $29.99 and many of okay. them in the $19.99 range. Okay, where should our listeners go? They want to find out a bit more about Klingo products. Uh, they can consult our website at yeah. allsoft.com or Klingo.com. Brilliant. Thank you very much for your time today, Thank Jay. Thank you. You bet. I'm Jay Gonzalez with MacSpeech, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the new MacSpeech Scribe. It's personal transcription, runs right on your Mac. So if you record spoken word audio files on your iPhone, like using the voice memo, uh, or if you use a digital recorder, um, this or a digital recorder or even directly on your Mac you can use QuickTime Player or anything else that captures your audio then you'll have a file of yourself uh, speaking and you can take that and MacSpeech Scribe will transcribe that file from speech into text. So I have a file here, this is the MacSpeech Scribe basic interface I have a file here called Speech Intro uh, it's a M4A which is a high quality audio format and I click on transcription, I choose that file, open it up, this is the transcription instructions and window. I can play it here by pressing play, or I can clip it using these, or I can just click on transcribe and it will start to transcribe. So what it's doing, it's looking at the audio and detecting what you said. It's using a vocabulary of 150,000 words. and out comes the speech. Unfortunately, it's a little loud here, so I can't play the audio for you and really have you hear it on this video, but now you notice this is just text, so I can select it, I can copy it, I can save it as an RTF file, um, and I can also correct it over here. And I click on the button. This will give you some recognition options. Um, you'll notice some of these are different, read, reader, etc. And I choose the best option. I can look through the list. Actually, let me scroll down here. Um, but let's say that I, I edited it to improve it, and now it's going to learn from your audio file that you put in. And over time, as you put more audio and you correct it, it will improve its recognition. But all you need to do is start with the file, put it through some uh, basic transcription training, and then you're off and, and running. So that's MaxSpeed Scribe. How much does that product cost? MaxSpeed Scribe is $149. Okay. Right. Uh, there are show specials and there are special offers for existing customers. MaxSpeechCup.com, you can just buy it direct from Yes, there. you can buy it direct from there. All right, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, thanks. So one vendor that I talked to while I was on the show floor at Macworld was uh, Byte Squared, who have an application called Office Squared. It's a... Effectively, it's an office suite for the iPhone. It's Word and Excel compatible. Very, very cool. Now, the reason you're not hearing from them rather than hearing, rather than hearing me talk about it is because, unfortunately, the audio file that I recorded to my iPhone interviewing um, their, their, um, their guy, Simon Bates, unfortunately was lost off my iPhone uh, before I managed to get onto my Mac. But nevertheless, because I really like the application, I thought I'd mention it to you. 
Um, it's available in the iTunes store now. It costs uh, 3.99, I think it is. Um, and effectively what it is is a, as a, word, a copy of Word and Excel uh, for your iPhone. Um, it, it does much more than a basic text editor in, in the Word application. You've got the full set of formatting you would expect on a, on a, a basic word processor. Um, you're able to put in things like highlighting and tables, um, all of that sort of stuff. Works really, really well, looks very neat. Um, it really allows you to create some nice looking documents on your iPhone. They have a spreadsheet as well that's Excel compatible, and that works pretty much as you would expect to see a spreadsheet on a normal computer. You get the full set of cells, they've got about 150 different functions in there, um, and effectively you can you know, do all your number processing just the same way as you would do on a regular computer, obviously on the smaller screen. Now, I did ask him about iPad applications, and that is something that they're looking at, uh, and will be will hopefully have ready in time for uh, for the iPad iPad launch. They're very excited about the possibility of taking the application and, and running it on a on a larger larger screen. What's nice about Office Squared is that, in fact, it it one of the problems with these sorts of applications is getting documents on and off of the uh, on and off of the iPhone. Apple hasn't really set up the iPhone very easily to allow you to do that. But they have three different ways of doing that. They have full integration with MobileMe, so effectively you can open and create documents and they'll be saved to your MobileMe um, disk drive, uh, kind of your, your in-the-cloud drive. They also have full integration with Google Docs, so if you have documents you've created in Google Docs, you can access those from directly within the application and edit them live on the cloud or alternatively pull them down and edit them locally. So if you're a big Google Docs user and you want to be able to amend these files or view them on your iPhone, then that's a very good way of doing it because it means you don't need to be connected to Google to uh, amend those documents, which obviously if you're doing it on the web, then you do need to have a live internet connection. And the third way they have is uh, effectively a, a web dev server. So effectively you can set up something that works very similar to, to air sharing, which is another iPhone application, and you put the iPhone into a mode where you can browse to it over a wireless network and, and pull files to and from it. Very, very neat. A um, lot of thought gone into it. Works really well, looks pretty good. Um, and I'll put a link in the show notes that I recommend it. It's Office Squared from Byte Squared Computing.